And now, Wolf Bites Open Mic. The Bass Jackers. I just came home actually from tour. Hey guys, this is Phoenix Paul. Hey, what's up? This is Sean Frank. Wolf Bites DJs and your favorite artists. Sophie Francis. Sophie, thanks for joining us today. Hi, super nice to join you guys. What's up, guys? This is Ahmed Van Buren. Now, Open Mic. Hey guys, it's DJ What The Heck here again with another edition of Open Mic. Today, my guest is Alec, also known as Man Cub. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. What's going on right now, man? Are you just kind of chilling out today? Yeah, you know, just it's kind of the same old thing. Just make music every day. COVID life is kind of a producer's dream, you know, just get locked in your room and make the best of the music time that you have, you know. How's it been with uh, COVID? Have you been able to go out much at all? Not too much. New Mexico's gotten kind of up and down like most states, but we're pretty strict. So, um you know, I thought it would be helpful at first, um, but eventually your creativity is kind of like, it's the same thing every day, you know? Yeah. You like to get out of things and go out and do stuff to kind of break the habits, so, but. Yeah, I've never been to New Mexico before, and I'm curious, on the, on the chance that I do get to go when everything opens back up, what do you think would be like a destination must go do? Um, you know, we have the Sandia Mountains, mm-hmm. um, and Breaking Bad was here. Uh, so a lot of people like to go see the sights of life. If you're a Breaking Bad fan, like, uh, you know, Walter White's house or like things like that, people like to go see. Uh, but yeah, the Sandia Peaks are really pretty. So the tram. Yeah. Tram. Ooh, that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. What do you like to do in your free time outside of producing and all that? Um, so I'm a big exercise guy. So mm-hmm. I like to um you know i like to run work out um i actually have a degree in uh exercise physiology um so i was a personal trainer for a little while while i was kind of you know trying to get going with music and so uh yeah definitely like to exercise and do stuff outside so the personal training thing kind of sounds like something you can do in quarantine over zoom too like do a personal training zoom session or something with people <laughs> yeah it would be. I, I actually stopped doing that. Um, I I got a job working for Shutterstock, like mm-hmm. uh, making stock music. And that's actually how I got uh, better at making music was making these stock like commercial songs uh, that are just instrumentals used in like YouTube or, you know, ESPN, Facebook, stuff like that. And so I do that instead now and I just can work from wherever. So nice so that kind of is what got you into actually saying all right i want to do this as a career producing and making music yeah actually my my friend my freshman my freshman year of college bought me or got me a torrented copy of fl studio um i've since bought fl studio um but my freshman year of college i that's how i got started was producing you know i was trying to make rap beats and stuff like that Mm. um and then you know six years later uh, finished school. Um, and yeah, I got a job with Shutterstock. I just sent them demos and, um, I was like, this is absolutely what I want to do. And, uh, eventually I submitted a demo to, uh, this website called, I think it was called like, I don't even remember is something, some demo submission website and then enhanced music, uh, found it on there. And then they, uh, they signed me. So that's kind of how I got started. What was it like, uh, signing with enhanced that must have been super exciting 
yeah it was it was weird it was like so i was going through this weird time in my life um and i just randomly went to france for a month just didn't know what i was doing and i was making pretty good money from shutterstock at the time for me um uh and so i was like i'm just gonna go to europe for a month and like <laughs> figure my life out or something and then when i got back i was like i'm gonna start submitting demos and so i sent that one into enhanced and they got back to me and i was like i don't think this is real like that was too fast and too easy i just like submitted this demo and then i was emailing him and i was like okay actually this guy seems pretty legit and he was like yeah we want to sign is this is this for real like i can't tell if this is real still um and eventually it was like okay this is actually happening um and so it's kind of it was weird. It was like a weird thing. Cause he wanted, I wanted to do that for, you know, six or seven years. And then it finally happened. And I was like, what the heck? This is crazy. So. And where did you decide on the name man cub? Um, so I was like juggling a bunch of different names and it's hard to come up with something like, mm -hmm. cause my name, Alec Burvey is like, when you read it, no one can say my last name. So I was like, well, I need to come up with something better than that. Um, and I'm a big, like fan of the jungle book. It's like one of my mm -hmm. favorite kid. Um, I would like, I just love those, the songs in that movie. Um, and so I was like, well, man cub is like a fun, like catchy name that is easy, easily remembered. Um, and I want my music to be like, I don't know, honestly, I don't have an amazing story for it, but I landed <laughs> on it. And here I am. So I'm sticking with it. <laughs> Influences from Jungle Book. Influences from Jungle Book. Yeah. Great story. I know. Yeah. Well, if there's ever like a new, new Jungle Book movie, maybe you can put some of your tracks in that at some point. That would be awesome. <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll hope for a new remake then or something. Yeah. Let's talk some music. We talked about signing with Enhanced. How about your track, Breathe in the Moment, with Haleen? What was it like working with Haleen, and how did that track come about? Yes, so that's actually an interesting story because I didn't work with her directly. Mm -hmm. um, usually when I work with singers, it's like I have an instrumental demo, and then I share it with them. And then typically I, I would like to work with like the vocalist writing the lyrics and everything. Um, but with Halion, um, APEC actually sent me what he had been working on with her already. Mm. Um, and then I completely changed everything. I like rewrote the entire song basically to the vocal and uh, it was completely different. Um, and so it was really fun. It was almost like a remix kind of because APEC and Halion already had it started. And so for me as a producer, like other producers know this too, like it's so easy. Like when you get a good vocal, it's just like really inspiring and like it's beautiful to listen to because it's already there. And so it was really easy to make and fun to make. Um, and yeah, her, her voice is beautiful. So obviously like yeah. easy to, 
to work with. And I'm, I've heard she's great. I've never actually met her. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. But yeah. So that was, yeah. How long did it take to like fully remake that? Was that like a couple of days or was that like more than that? Um, well, um, I work like, you know, making music for me is kind of like, I like painting analogies for making music. So it's kind of like throwing paint at a canvas or a wall um, and seeing what sticks. And then like, once you see the colors, you, you, you see what you like, and then you can go back and paint over what you don't like. Um, and so with her, with, with that song, it was, um, it was pretty quick because like the initial foundation was there. And so I was just throwing stuff at it and then it happened in like maybe a week, which is pretty fast for me. So usually songs take more like three or four weeks for me to, for me to get done. So. Well, that was a great track. We love it here at the station. So cool. Um, Another one that was really awesome to see you work with Tritonal on Worth It All. What was it like working with them? Yeah. So Worth It All. um, So whenever I signed with Enhanced, uh, I was talking with, with Will, who who was the, I think, owner of Enhanced and, and he uh, flew me out to LA um, to work with some songwriters. And um, so I, it was my first time working with songwriters. And so I was super nervous because I can barely sing. I mean, I can sing in tune, but like no one wants to hear me too long. Uh, and so I was in this room with like songwriters trying to like co-write. And we, the first song that I ever did with other writers was Worth It All. Um, and so it was a really cool process. Um, and I had the initial like, you know, instrumental that we wrote to, um, and everyone was kind of like vibing with it and really liked it. But then six months go by and I'm like trying to finish this album and, uh, I just can't like, I just can't finish the song. I'm just super stuck. And then Will from Enhanced was like, well, you know, the guys at Tritonal loved the initial demo and they actually wanted it. like cool like let's let's collaborate on it <laughs> and obviously i would you know i loved collaborating with tritonal it was it was great and so then they jumped on and then totally like made it work and it was a true collab- collaboration because i sent them the what we had they sent me some you know it was kind of trancey mm-hmm. initial more of like a traditional kind of trance 2014 kind of trance song mm-hmm. um and then i did some stuff and then I sent it back and then they did some stuff. And so it was like, it was fun. It was like an actual collaboration. Um, and I talked to Chad from Tritonal on the phone a handful of times. Um, and it was cool, like, it was cool chatting with someone that was as nerdy about the production stuff as me. <laughs> like, um, getting into all the nitty gritty details mm-hmm. of like, you know, transients and like, you know, low mid, too much low mid frequencies in this section or whatever. It's just like, it's nice when someone's speaking your language when yeah. you're doing, it, you know? And so that was cool. Yeah. I talked with Chad and in, he is very, very detailed and in depth with things. He, he was awesome to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> and that yeah. song. Really nice. It was really nice to talk to him. 
Yeah. And that song in particular, I definitely, I was listening to it. I was like, this sounds like Tritonal. And then I was like, this definitely sounds like Manco based on what you've been putting out. So I was like, this, this sounds great put together. It was awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Keeps us holding on when the afterglow is gone into the night. We can cope, but we're living here alone. Right awake, you hold your phone, your only light. Tossing and turning, just can't get it right. Another track that I'm really enjoying, which is again with Apex, is Wrong to Let You Go. Hmm. So what was it like putting this one together? Yeah, that one was... Um, I'm trying to think how that one's... That one was actually really difficult. Um, so, Worth It All and Wrong to Let You Go were both probably the two most difficult songs I've ever had to make. So, Worth It All took... I think 13 months before it came out. Wow. That, since we wrote it. Um, and then Wrong to Let You Go was about the same. I think it was like a year since the, the writers wrote it. Um, and I made this initial version that was more of like an Illinium kind of, um, an Illinium kind of drop. And it was, it was cool. And, and I sent it to the label and I sent it to APEC and April and everyone and they all liked it and they're like this is cool like let's run with this like let's just change a few things and then I was like I just I hate this like I, I I went home to my parents house and then a month went by and I was like this is I just hate this and so I was like guys I'm just gonna redo it and so I just threw the whole thing away and started it over from scratch and then I I sent APEC in April that little like vocal chop lead mm -hmm. the, the like the main drop or instrumental section and they were like this is amazing like we love this so much and uh and then i was like okay well this is i like this a lot too this is much better so anyway yeah and then i made the guitar for the intro and i was like this is just i just really like this so it, it paid off though the, the process the long wait in the process paid off so you do play guitar I do. Yeah. I'm not like, um, an incredible guitarist, um, by any means. Um, but what's good about having a good year is like, you can manipulate the audio and, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, do things that, that, you know, what you want it to sound like. And so I can do, I can play well enough. So. Is there any other instruments you know how to play or would like to learn maybe? Yeah. So I play guitar and piano, mm -hmm. uh, and I play well enough to play like some live. And so I'd love to do that um, one day. Um, I played drums, percussion in middle school and that was like the most fun thing. So I would love to like learn how to play the drum kit. That'd be really fun. 
you could you could almost be your like a one man band, <laughs> drums, yeah. piano, and guitar. That would be great. A little too much work, probably. Yeah, but, oh, I don't know. That's true. Well, I mean, if it took six months, maybe you can put together something in six months else like that. So maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Thought I couldn't be without you, couldn't breathe without you, but I'm better now. But I'm better now. But I'm better now. Let's talk better now. Um, better now was. That one's funny. That one was actually written for. There's a track on my album called East of Eden. Mm-hmm. And it's like a melodic dubstep kind of track um, that was just a fun song. And Better Now was written to that song, actually, um, because they're both in D major. And, um, and I didn't like it for East of Eden, and, and neither did my label. And, but I was like, Jen has an amazing voice. Like her and uh, Circina, uh, Molly Circina, they probably have the two best voices that I've ever worked with. Like they're just, they're so good. And Jen is like unreal, which is why I was stoked to have her on Better Now and Good Enough. And Good Enough actually uh, went through seven or eight vocalists before we finished on that one. Um, and th- anyway, so Better Now, uh, we had the I had the vocal for that one, and then um, I rewrote a whole new song for that vocal. Um, which, like I said before, like when you have a good vocal like that, mm-hmm. it's just so much more fun because you just have a foundation and you're ready. I mean, yeah, to, you can just write a song to it. And so I wrote the guitar for that one too, and that's how it started was with the guitar, and it was like sweet. I love this little guitar riff, um, and so yeah. That's how that one started. That's another great track too. And yeah, yeah, amazing voice on that one as well. My goodness. Yeah, I love the theme of that song too, because it's like very hopeful and yeah. everyone can do it's like everyone goes through a heartbreak at some point, you know. You mentioned your album. Let's talk about it. You've got your impressions album. So yeah. is it I don't know, impressions of other artists you've done, or is it what what do we got? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's a fair question. It's kind of twofold. So, you know, initially um, the idea started with like every artist, like as an artist, you make an album, like it's just kind of what, what you do, I guess. Uh, just kind of create a body of work. And, and so that's how it started. And then my label was like, well, what do you have inspiration wise for the concept of the album, the cover, the title? And so you know, I'm just scrolling through stock photos and different images on like Pinterest and mood boards, creating a mood board. And I found this image of this guy and he was standing in front of um, these paintings hanging on a wall. And if you see my album cover, it's obviously, I got, it's supposed to be me standing in front of uh, these paintings. Right. And so I was like, it would be really cool I mean, that's a really cool idea because it's this guy that that made these paintings and he's kind of looking at the the body of works that he's made and their impressions of what um, 
their impressions of like his interpretation of of art you know it's like we're we make art because of the impressions that have been left on us and so we do our best impression of of art you know and then at the same time it's like i feel like as an artist it's so hard to be genuine and authentic mm. you guys i mean honestly that even now that are really truly authentic um and so it's it's hard to to be authentic and so you know i i was like well it's kind of also just me doing impressions of other producers mm. and i'm okay with that and so uh that's that's where the album concept came from i know that was wordy sorry but no, that was that was cool knowing that now makes the album cover that much more interesting to look at and see that's really cool yeah and you also you did i think it was like an instagram video where you're like hey message me like some artists and i'll do like impressions of, of them uh-huh yeah so i did uh um because of the album you know theme concepts i was like well i might as well just go like full send and like do legitimate impressions of, of other producers right and so i'm pretty good at doing different ones um and so i did a griffin one mm -hmm. <laughs> sounded like just so much like every griffin song i, I really like it. yeah he's uh, great he's great yeah he's so good um and then i did an Elenium one mm -hmm. And uh, and then I did a Dead Mouse one, mm -hmm. and I'm very good at Elenium and Dead Mouse, um, and and Dead Dead Mouse especially because um, him, uh, BT, and Skrillex were like the as I'm sure a lot of people that like EDM, mm -hmm. those were three of the like OGs, you know. Yeah. Yep. Oh so, yeah. And so anyway, then I got a bunch of messages, and they're like, "Dude, you have to release this. Like, bro, this is sick. Like, this you got to release this." And I'm like yeah okay maybe and so actually uh the elenium the one that started as an elenium impression um is probably going to come out in january um, i'm not 100 percent sure so i'm not going to say what label but i'm pretty sure it's going to come out in january so that's that's cool something came of it awesome we'll yeah. look forward to that one in january maybe maybe a uh man cope and elenium collab one day full on that, yeah that sound would be really good because i'm Reach out to Nick for me and let him know that I'm. <laughs> All right, we'll see what we can do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you have the impressions album, but you also have the impressions album, the remixes. So yeah. are those are those more of you impressing other artists, or are they yeah. back the other way? I know it's like a weird circle. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that one came about because you know the the label. Uh, enhanced was like it would be great if we did this remix album and i was like that sounds kind of strange to me because I've, I've always been on the other side of remixes mm -hmm. uh, but it was really cool and then as soon as we got the first set of remixes back was it was for uh in a dream i'm pretty sure mm -hmm. and they were so cool like um out wild and murtaugh i think i'm not sure how you say his name yeah. um but they were they were so good and then um 85 obviously it was like mm -hmm. insane um because i watch i've watched his production tutorials on mm -hmm. youtube and so to have him like remix one of my songs was like so cool um and then awakened did a great job um caslow i don't know they were just they were all really good it's interesting as an artist and then you have another artist like remix your song was there any like 
nervousness about it. Like, oh no, I hope this is good. And it's not something, oh, what'd you do to my song type of thing. It's weird. It's like, it's weird. Cause part of you is saying, I don't want AU5 to like, just stand me up on this song. Cause you totally did. And like <laughs> make a way better version of my song than I made, you know? Um, but then at the same time, it's not like that at all. It's just like, this is a beautiful take of, and that's what's cool about remixes is just your interpretation of, you know, that original form of, I don't know, that, that original work. Mm -hmm. And so after it happened, I was like, this is just so cool. And I'm like, just a fan of these guys now. And it's just really fun. And there was no, like, there was none of that, like, well, he just showed me up or whatever. It's just like, really cool. So yeah, it was fun. Started with you doing impressions of other artists. Now they're doing it of you and it's full circle. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, huh? Because <laughs> I thought that way. Yeah. Awesome. Well, in terms of new stuff coming up, you mentioned a potential Millennium Sound in One come in January. Uh-huh. What else, yeah. what else could be in the works? Yeah, so that one's called Enough. Um, so I'm pretty sure it's going to come out. I'm not, I'm, I don't want to say for sure, but right, right. yeah and I'm, I'm sure i'm pretty sure it's going to come out early january um there's one with uh maggie york mm-hmm. uh, and i co-wrote uh a song with her the lyrics um that's going to come out end of january with enhanced um and that one i'm really excited about i worked really hard on that one um and then there's a an ocean eyes uh cover that that molly did mm-hmm. uh you and I actually just bootlegged it for fun. And so I just made like, cause it's an acoustic version of ocean that she did and her voice is just gorgeous. Um, and so the, the cover that she did is just acoustic guitar and, and vocals. And so I was like, this would be super easy to make a bootleg of because you would just, I could just add all my stuff in on, on top of this vocal. It's already there. And then I, I shared it with them and they were like, this is amazing. Like we, <laughs> and I was like, cool, I'm glad you liked it. And then they were like, no, like really, like let's, let's really release this. And, and I was like begging them to release it. Cause I loved it. Mm. Uh, at that point, you know, I was like, well, now we have to like, don't tease me. We got to release it. So uh, eventually they, they agreed. And so end of February, that ocean eyes remix is going to come out. And I get messages about that one more than most of my songs, honestly. Really? Uh, yeah, I get messages like, well, because it's not out, you know, mm-hmm. on Spotify. But like, when's this coming to Spotify? And so, yeah, so now it's finally coming out. So it's really exciting for me. Um, yeah, and then besides that, um, I have lots of like, you know, instrumentals that I'm trying to find singers for and stuff. Um, and so it'd be really fun. It'll be fun to see what comes of 2021 and yeah hopefully lots more new music so uh you're gonna be busy in the next uh two three months yeah yeah (laughs) oh well that will be exciting we'll be looking forward to new man come music coming in and uh we'll see what we can do about elenium (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) well alec thanks for doing this man this was awesome and uh we'll definitely be looking forward to all the new tracks you got coming up Yeah, man. Thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure. All right. Well, guys, that was Alec Mancub here on this latest edition of Open Mic. I'll see you guys next time.